Welcome to the May the Smoke Be With You podcast. And now here's your host, Joe Levitt. What's really happening right now? <laughs> um, I don't... If you want to look into my eyes, you can. Well, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Now I feel awkward. Like it's not felt awkward to any with anybody else. Right. But now, but because it's you gotten asked, weird. Yeah. Should I look into your eyes? Now it's now now I feel it, like I can't look at you. It's not necessarily weird unless you make it weird. And you did. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's get this started. Hey guys, welcome to. The May the Smoke Be With You podcast live from Lynchburg, Tennessee at the 2023 Jack Daniels Jack Daniels World Championship Barbecue Invitational. Is that the right order of I, things? I believe that's correct. Okay, yes. great. Uh, it's, it's a lot of words. Uh, it's a great, great title and a great event. Uh, it, is, it is finished up. All the entries are in. The judging is completed. Now the teams are just kind of waiting with anticipation of who is going to be crowned uh, the champion this year, and uh, and you know this this is not just about barbecue here this weekend. It's also obviously about a brand that brings this all together here in Lynchburg, Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, and that's Jack Daniels. And and I'm I'm really excited to have this next guest with me. He is a senior brand ambassador for Jack Daniels. Please welcome in. Jed Lorette. Hey, Jed. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? We just made eye contact. I, I got I to be honest with you. I thought there was going to be like some dubbing or you're going to dub like a, yeah. No, probably no, not. Nope. No. All right. That's nope. kind of we're my just, life in just general silence. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to wait for the crowd to do that. <laughs> Hello. Um, but uh, all right. So, you know, I want to start with what is a senior brand ambassador? What, what do you do for, for Jack? Um, what, what I get to do. All right. Yeah, so, um, it's it's amazing. Uh, so the job I do is uh, when I first started here, doing tours, which is absolutely amazing. We see people from all over the planet come here to Jack Daniels. Um, now as a senior brand ambassador, I, I do that. I do VIP. I do um, barrel selections. Um, I'm a master taster here on the property as well. Okay. Um, so the the job it's it sucks. It, it's awful, man. Uh, I cry going to work in the morning. <laughs> And I mainly say that because I don't want anybody listening to come for my job. Yeah. It's just, it's a blessing. I love this place. Um, it's fun. I get to have fun for my job. Yeah. So, yeah. so day to day, like you are, um, you're probably taking on some, some VIP tours. You yeah. Know, so, so doing VIP, uh, celebrities come in or what have you and celebrities in all walks of life. I mean, we have people who books have been written about, uh, photographers who have had their photos in the library of Congress, uh, and, uh, even the undertaker. Uh, okay. Yeah. The wrestler, the undertaker, I had him on tour. That's a massive man. That's a, he's six ten. He's yeah, six ten. Yeah. He can't move his neck, but I mean, he, his job broke it or something. I okay. don't know who, what he was doing, but uh, yeah, yeah, he was he was wrestling. It's wrestling in the country though. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's fun. I, I get I get paid to have fun. Now look, like a master distiller, Chris Fletcher, right there behind you. Oh, yeah, nice, just nice. keep walking, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've been spending way too much time together. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's fun. I I don't know how else to say it. You know, it's just, it's a joy. Um, people who come here are truly happy. It's like they're on vacation. Uh, they're passionate about our brand and then they get to come to our house and we get to show them around. So that's what I get to do. Yeah. They're here. They're, they're, they're showing up with 
anticipation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're expectant of, of something that's going to be a, a fun experience, and then and then you're there to kind of meet them at that high and just make sure that 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 happens that they have this this great experience uh, with you during right. during that yeah. time. So I mean, we're we're obviously I'm not selling myself. That's not what my job is. It's promoting the brand and helping them understand why they are so passionate about our whiskey. Yeah. Uh, all the nuances, what we do and what we have been doing for 157 years. I'm there to help them better understand our whiskey and the method in which we make it. So uh, how did things start for you here? Like, why, why, did, you, why did you show up one day and say, I want to work at, at Jack Daniels? Yeah. So uh, I have to go back to I was never planning on leaving Middle Tennessee. Okay. Uh, and once I left, I never had intentions on moving back. Uh, we vacation here all the time, you know, coming back to see family and friends. Um, but when I left here, I went into technology. So I did uh, government intelligence for 16 years. Oh. Um, yeah, that job sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that job's <laughs> awful, man. Um, but when we moved back home, it was to uh, be here for my dad and mom. My mom had gotten sick and my dad needed help. So we moved from St. Louis back home. And... Uh, yeah, I thought I was going to get a job down at Redstone Arsenal just south of here, and I was moonlighting. I was just side hustling here at Jack. I thought, you know, if if I have a chance to just have fun for a little bit before I start working again, right? Um, and this opened up for me. Okay, so it was just luck. So started yeah. your your journey started as just a, a tour guide to start. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was a tour guide, and pretty much anything they needed me to do, I just liked hanging around. Yeah, and uh, they, they couldn't get rid of you. Yeah, it was like a tick. They just couldn't get. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't get rid of me. Tried to burn you off. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> no, you got to get tweezers, man. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Setting fire to somebody's. Never mind. All right, so yeah, so I just they said, hey. You're doing good, um, you know, and I applied for a, a full-time position uh, when it came open, and I got it. That was a blessing. Yeah. And uh, I just got to hang out more and more and passionate about the brand. So every opportunity given, I stepped up for it. And so, yeah, yeah. And so you kind of uh, kind of skirted past it quickly is kind of one of the things you do. So, you know, tour guide, somebody might get lucky to just come in and they, they get you on, sure. a, on, a, on a day and uh, or a, VIPs, some folks come in, uh, they set, set them up with you, but you're also a master taster. Mm, um, yeah. and, and that means that folks will come in to do barrel picks, I guess. So yeah, um, I do uh, 94 proof single barrel, Okay. Uh, single barrel barrel proof, 94 proof rye, and single barrel uh, barrel proof rye. So that means you are, you're an expert in those particular, like... Yeah, uh, let's use that word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I'm doing good too. <laughs> where, where the Germans? The Germans are, are straight that way. Oh, good. Yes, yeah. Keep and going. We, don't, we wanted to buy uh, barbecue. You can't buy, it. You can't you, buy barbecue. No, no there. Yeah, it's. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, the ma'am. Germans are, are straight that but, way. They're, but maybe they're the, the ones Germans wearing. Might uh, give it to you. Yeah. Yeah, they're w- yeah. wearing lederhosen. You'll see. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, oh. I can tell you guys are from Germany. No. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, welcome. Yes. Thank you. Have a good day. I was going to go South Alabama. I wasn't. I wasn't it, picking up the accent. Right. No. It, it was. Uh, I was. I was thinking either. Yeah. I was even. I was like Mobile, Montgomery. Yes. Uh, but I could. I could have also gone into like more of like a, 
like a south southwest Georgia too. Southwest Georgia. Yeah, but it, it anyway. was. They had to convince me they're from Germany. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We should have gone into some trivia to see if they actually could yeah, answer exactly. some, some German Or just questions. pour some beer and see how many they can hold at the same time. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, so Because you're, you're talking about very specific types mm-hmm. of, of Jack that you are, like, approved to be a master taster of. So what, what happens is the, the actual taster profile as far as, like, what my job requires, I do sensory testing Monday through Friday. So I smell and look at raw spirit. And then on Wednesday, we go, I go with a group of people individually. Like, it's not like everybody shows up at once. Uh, before work, I go down to the uh, QC lab. Our main bottling facility is only a couple miles down the road. And I do my profile. Quality control lab. Quality control. QC. Yeah. And so I go into QC, and uh, I'll do my panel, and I'll log what I've smelt and tasted, and I'm on my way. Now, for the barrel selections, that's where, like, a bar, restaurant, or you can come in and actually pick a barrel. Now those single barrel process uh, products have already been selected by a separate panel of people who say these deserve to be in a bottle by themselves. Gotcha. Okay, so old number seven is roughly 80% of what the, we make. It's the product that we're most known for. Single barrel whiskey is hand selected by a group of individuals who say this rises above a level that should be mingled. It needs to be in a bottle by itself. It's unique enough. It yeah. has a characteristic that's... It has to be really something. It can be really sweet, really oaky, or really balanced, but it has to be really something to be in a bottle by itself. And Mr. Jimmy Bedford is the one who started this in 1997. And so it's just continued on. Today's episode is sponsored by Tent Craft. Hey, attention, barbecue comp teams, barbecue brands, and business owners of all kinds. If you take your show on the road, you need to make sure you are repping your brand with the best custom tent in the game. The folks at TentCraft make their tents from the frame to the canopy, all in Traverse City, Michigan. This veteran-owned small business works with small brands like Little Old Me, all the way up to the big boy brands that you know and recognize. Listen... Their tents will not be the cheapest, but they will be the best, and they back it with amazing customer service. The team at TentCraft still believes in delivering a great product at a fair price and making it all from start to finish with American labor. If you want to see what the folks at TentCraft can do to make your custom tent dreams come true, then reach out to them to get a free quote just like I did. Mention, may the smoke be with you, and get 15% off your custom tent. That's a great deal. Again, mention May the Smoke Be With You if you reach out to get your free quote and you will get 15% off your custom tent. Go to tentcraft.com today to get started. You said when you went to the to the quality control lab uh, that you would write down in a panel what you what you tasted and what you smelled. Mm-hmm. Is that right? So is there um, is there a like a list of things that you you check? Like this was uh, this was oaky and vanilla and this one was this and this or are you like are you writing out or typing out your notes and so what, what might that look or sound like so we we do what's called a triangle so we have three samples set out and sometimes if there's nothing that we need to be really worried about everything's going well all the the samples that are being pulled are right they'll test us so we don't know if it's going to be a live sample getting back oh, okay. or it's just a test we're walking just into messing with you yeah so they'll add stuff to the sample to see if we can pick it up and it could be anything from like this buttery popcorn kind of smell or taste it could be that they have a whole different product so we have two that are the same and a whole separate product 
sitting right next to it. So I'm, I'm sorry. I, I keep wanting to hold eye contact with him, and I keep moving my head. I apologize to the listeners. <laughs> we just adjusted a mic here. It's, it's, it's all good. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. fine. Um, so there's, there's different things that we have to do to uh, – to make sure that we're meeting a standard. And what's amazing is we have multiple labs on the property and we're still using the human nose, eyes, and palate. You know, I mean, we, we could do this without us. Right. We refuse to do this without us. Yeah, AI has not taken over the oh, GC lab no, here. Oh, no, no, it never will, my friend. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be out of a job, first <laughs> off. And secondly, no, it's not going to happen. We're a very traditional whiskey producer. Um, we hold, and I've heard Chris Fletcher say this, and I'm going to steal it, so it's my idea now. Sure, of course. Uh, we're the most complete distillery on the planet. From the moment the grain shows up to the moment we put our whiskey in the bottle, we have absolutely absolute control. Mm. There's not an outside hand that touches our product. And so we build barrels. We're the last major distillery with our own cooperage. All yeah. right? And so nobody else on the planet can say that. And so we're very proud of what we do. We have generational workers here that their family for generations have blood, sweat, and tears uh, for this whiskey. Yeah. I, I sense from you a lot of pride, uh, but I think you just alluded to the fact that, mm-hmm. that that's what another thing that makes this place special is the amount of uh, pride that the workers have in it. Oh, the, absolutely. The yeah, fact yeah. That, that maybe my uncle or my grandfather worked here and now I get to work here, uh, and someday maybe my son or daughter will work here, is mm-hmm. uh, is is a pretty big part of, of what makes this special. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's that missing ingredient. You know, when people are thinking about our whiskey, we have five ingredients. You know, you got the water, you have the yeast, you have the grain, three grains. I think the person that that personal touch, bottlers, stillhouse workers, shippers, everything that care i think i think it comes through in the whiskey yeah because if it was just something that was being pumped off in some other location that didn't originally make it you know i I don't know i think there would be some loss or a lack of care for product i think you know from the outside looking in you know whiskey and bourbon has had this this unbelievable renaissance uh you know where there the the demand is high everybody's making uh you know, there's a ton of vanity labels. Um, there's a lot of boutique makers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that folks look at some of these, a smaller maker and think, okay, I, I want that because it's smaller, uh, because it's more highly allocated. It's somehow more special. But w- what I'm hearing here is you guys are huge. Mm-hmm. You produce a lot, but there is still so much personal care in the brand and and you believe that comes through in the end product uh yeah so when you use the word huge i automatically not get defensive but i want to clarify um we are a very well-known brand i mean that is without exception we're well known i mean the number one i mean you have to be the number one whiskey brand in the world most recognized whiskey yeah. label on the planet yeah. absolutely um and i can take you to one building where you've never sipped a bottle of old number seven in your entire life that didn't come out of that building frank sinatra drank out of that building yeah and so when when people want to say i want a, a boutique or a small distillery type whiskey they think it's craft 
Right. Because it's small. Yeah. Yeah. The, the problem is it's not. Craft doesn't mean small. Like if I'm making something in my mom's basement, that's not craft because I'm buying everything. Craft means that you do everything humanly possible for yourself. And we do our own charcoal. We still grow the same yeast. And we could trace our yeast strand all the way back to Prohibition. We have an oral tradition that takes it all the way back to the call property where Jack learned how to make whiskey. Um, so that alone is a distinguishing factor for us. We're using the same water. We're on the same property. We're hiring the same families. All of that is the same. And uh, that's the definition of craft. Handmade, and you're doing everything for yourself, humanly possible. Yeah, I, I think, um, and, and, and I don't think I offended you. but No, I, no, I, I don't not think, at all. I, I think to me it's a... I think the conversations that I've had are, are refreshing. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we had, I, I talked to Lexi earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think how great, I mean, seriously, she, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I, I think these, these conversations have made me go, yes, this is a massive brand, mm-hmm. but this is still feels like family. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Um, not only is it a massive brand, but it's real whiskey made by real people. Mm-hmm. And like, we're all walking around. I mean, literally Chris Fletcher just passed. He's walking with common folk, you yeah. know, whatever. Just us but peasants. Yeah, it's just us lowly peasants, the unclean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but no, I mean, we, uh, are they looking for you? Uh, it could be. It's. Right. I'm surprised it's taking them this long to show up. All right. But no, but we're real people, and we can have real conversations about the, the whiskey we're making. So I, I think that's, that's, what, that's what we're passionate about because we're not scared to have the conversation. When I took on the position, I heard enough from Jeff Arnett, who was our prior master distiller, and Chris. They sing the same song, same song. We do not say secret or proprietary at any point during any conversation. So if you came up with something and I didn't know the answer, I will lie to you. All right, so no, I will get the answer. We'll yeah. we'll find out. And uh, like, if I don't know it, Chris knows it. Or if he doesn't know, and, and it's about shipping, we'll call some shipping people. We'll, we'll find out. We'll yeah. get you an answer. It's we're an open book, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I think you know the the tour. I felt was when I've I've done it two times. It's it's been a while, um, but is is very very open. There's mm-hmm. there doesn't seem to be any secrets. I think you could give somebody your your mash bill recipe and say this is this is it right and they couldn't duplicate this uh twisters coming through here uh and not not really but we just got holy a, cow we just got a mighty wind um hold on one second hey can you flip that speaker up for me <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh Thank you, guys. Thank you, our neighbors here, the, the sewing people. Uh, and uh, Do you know these folks? Well, I don't know these folks. I know the folks behind us. But um, Hey, how far did you come to come and visit Jack Daniels? Mitchell, South Dakota. Mitchell, South Dakota. Mitchell, South Dakota. Yeah. Were you no. on his tour today? No, they just no. came to see me. Mitchell, South Dakota worked for Clockworks. Okay. One of yeah. the uh, collaborators on the Jack Daniels Indian Clockworks motorcycles that were done yeah, so if you go down to the visitor center, yeah, I saw the big tent and everything. Yeah, down there. so all the bikes out there, those are clockwork customized. Yes. Okay. Amazing. For seven straight years for the old number seven. Very cool. Uh, look, you better get Brian to give you a little bit of that. Exactly. There you go. There you go. I'll talk to him for you. <laughs> 
Hey, see you later, guys. Amazing. It is. Uh, it is kind of uh, crazy the the visitors that you mm-hmm. guys get here, and um, and a lot of them. And, and then what's wild is that um, they'll go on tour. They'll do like twenty tours. Yeah, and it's the same buildings they're walking through. Yeah. And, yeah, they'll get different tour guides. And we have an amazing group of people who tell an amazing story. They're really good at what they do. Um, but they'll do it over and over and over and over. And they, yeah. It's the environment. A lot of people live in major cities. I lived for a long time in major cities. And to have the opportunity to come to the country, slow down. Mm-hmm. You can feel your blood pressure dropping. Yeah. You know, and just it's a, a piece of Americana that's quickly just going away. Yeah. And, uh Lynchburg is kind of like just hard-headed, you know. We just, we just, we like it. We yeah. like this small town, for sure. Uh, you know, uh, talking to, to Lexi, the word innovation came up. Uh, as a brand, uh, you guys were old number seven forever, mm-hmm. uh, and then you decided to start branching out with some other products. Now you have. A pretty large array. How many? How many different skews, if you will, uh, do you guys have now? So we have fifteen expressions of whiskey. Expressions. I love there it. you go. Yeah. You like it? Yeah, it's a great uh, word. Here, and I can I can tell you why we use the term expression. So um, when when you look at old number seven, that's a brand, right? It's Jack Daniels old number seven. It's Jack Daniels gentleman Jack. It's Jack Daniels single barrel whiskey. We don't make whiskey for anybody else. Mm. All right. So it is an expression of our whiskey. Um, you can call it a type of Jack Daniels that we're sure. making. Um, but expression sounds better. Yeah, it has a sexy nuance yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, are we live? No, 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 no. no. But that so, won't but be they can all out. hear it. They can hear it. It's yes. very sexy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not you, sir. No. Uh, but, but maybe uh, you. But not that. <laughs> definitely not the dance. I'm just <laughs> I always told my mom I had a face for radio. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I so see I that. I think I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. No, this is cool. So, yeah, our very first innovation, I'm sure Alexi told you, uh, we rode the old number seven train for a long, long time. And then in 1988, we released Gentleman Jack. Uh, it was the very first change or expression change of our whiskey. So we uh, had green label and black label. Uh, now we have Gentleman Jack. And in 97, we came out with single barrel. And after that, it just started rolling. And I just finished the private tasting today. We did our gold medal release. So Jack won seven gold medals. Uh, The last one um, that we, 1981 was the last gold medal that we we received. Okay. And seven's our number. And so we're not really just seeking a bunch of gold medals anymore. Um, But I had a conversation about why. Why are we innovating? Why are we changing? First off, we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, the public demands it, and they really do. Uh, if I sat here with a glass of whiskey and I poured it out of the same bottle, you're going to have a different experience with that whiskey than I am. And it's mainly because God has blessed you with a different nose and a different palate. Mm-hmm. Some people prefer lighter whiskey. Some prefer darker, heavier whiskeys. And uh, we need to meet those demands. Otherwise, we get left behind, and there's no way we're going to be left behind. Yeah, And so we're going to do what we need to do to satisfy the public's palate. And we can do it best. Yeah. Uh, is there, is there a, like, because you guys have the, the honey, mm-hmm. uh, there's a honey version. Second most popular whiskey we make. Really? 
It is. There's the uh, the fire. What, what? We have fire, and then we have apple. So honey, fire, and apple. Okay. Um, do you have some in your uh, in the Jack Daniels faithful tribe that were like maybe offended that you guys went there? That you thought you guys were were selling out or or doing things to just kind of chase that uh, chase that fireball? Like oh, you know, like you know what I mean? Like um, versus you know so careful for so long sure with you know not innovating not doing other expressions mm-hmm. and now it are there people that are so so loyal that they're that they almost got offended by it or do you find that the tribe mostly just says yeah give me more no i mean you you do have those those loyal purists. jack yeah purists um who were wondering why we're doing anything like that yep. Uh, they weren't upset about Gentleman Jack. It was just a lighter, smoother old number seven anyways. But when the, the honey and the fire and the apple, they did. You do have people who are like, hey, don't don't mess with it. But we weren't making it for them. Right. You know, we have a newer generation of whiskey drinkers. And I tell people all the time when they discuss this with me, when I slept over at my grandmother's house growing up, she drank black coffee. She loved just black coffee. But when I would wake up, I would get coffee milk. It would be a whole lot of milk and a splash of coffee. Mm-hmm. But the older I got, the less milk I got and the more coffee I got. And I drink black coffee now. I love black coffee. Yeah. And so I don't expect somebody who's never had a glass of whiskey to before to drink Koi Hill, which is the highest proof we've ever made, mm-hmm. the highest we ever bottled. Uh, and uh, so I don't expect you to be there yet. And your palate's still immature, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, eventually, you'll work up to it if you want to. But we have those products available for people who are just – not accustomed to the big bold oak or the big spice notes, so yeah. we weren't making it for those purists. Yeah, that makes a, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was I was going to say something that was that was <laughs> probably a little a little more uh, just incorrect. I, the way you the coffee analogy is is perfect. You know, in college I was drinking black coffee, but I was I was putting like eight sugars in it. Yeah, right. Know? Now I'm, I'm now I'm just black coffee, and I'm offended by anybody that drinks anything. Right. Yeah. You, you're polluting it with cream. You. The way You're God made it, frappuccinos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way God made it, I, you know, I was going to say, oh, you made the the honey or the apple for for the for the female for the for the wife of the the mm-hmm. Jack drinker, and there's probably some truth to that. Well, the, but there's sure. also the guy out there who's just like, hey, I, I appreciate a little bit of sweeter whiskey. You know what? What I've, yeah, I, I would agree with you completely with what you just said. But when you come on tour, it's 50-50. Mm. You will see as many ladies on the tour as you'll see men on that tour. And, 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 and it's and not because fans. they drug their spouse right. there. It's because they're fans of whiskey as well. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it, the, the stereotype doesn't hold. Right. No, in, in, in our house, you know, my wife is the, the whiskey and beer drink or beer, whiskey and bourbon drinker. Uh, I, I prefer wine. Although what's interesting is I'm sitting here just going as as you're talking I'm like you know what I think tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna I'm gonna pour some whiskey and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try to make myself like no it. so <laughs> yeah but I mean if you're gonna drink whiskey tonight uh, first off um, we get people all the time that if you put a coke in your whiskey you've done something terrible to it right uh, some people even say if you put ice in your whiskey right. you've done yeah. something terrible to it the truth is. You need to drink the whiskey the way you like it. Yeah. You know, as long as you're drinking Jack, you need to drink the whiskey the way you like (laughs) it. All right. Um, But you may not always like when I started, it was Jack and Coke. I love Jack and Coke. Uh, And we're a huge supporter of Jack and Coke. Yeah. Um, But the truth is I had a frozen Jack and Coke on the hill last night. It was you had a slushy. Yeah, it was great. You were on the hill last night. Yeah. 
They let me up there. Can you believe it? Wow. You didn't ask him to shape you up a little bit on your wow. beard? Wow. No, I'm no, kidding. I, I'm no, so I kidding. Would, I, listen, <laughs> I, I would have, except what they were doing. So last night at the Hill, the big party, uh, they had an activation station. They were doing, uh, they had three barber chairs set up. Normally, when mm-hmm. I see that done, it's beard trims and, and neck shaves right. is what they're doing. Last night. No, they were doing everything. They were doing full cuts. And I was like, that's going to take forever. Like, because you, you want to get people through. Well, they're pretty efficient. Yeah. yeah. But steer, you know. So we could have had him. We, we, we could have like, shaved him. Oh, that would have been beautiful. His wouldn't wife would have. He's probably me. got some big dip in the middle of his head, you know? <laughs> yeah. You've got a good. You and I both. I mean. I got to tell you, God only made so many perfect heads. And then he put hair on the rest of them. That's there what I'm saying. But we could have shaved in an old number seven logo on the back of that head. That would have mm, that been epic. That would have been Especially amazing. since he doesn't even drink. You know what's <laughs> funny is he's probably got like an office job. He's probably an executive somewhere. He's yeah. walking in with an old number seven logo on the back of his if head. If he did, we work together. <laughs> if he did, it would the office would be very surprised <laughs> in a lot of ways. They would be like, Josh cannot hang out with Joe anymore. <laughs> That's right. Where That's, did you go? Lynchburg? It was a riot, man. <laughs> yeah, it was a party. Now, it was a lot of fun up top. You saw a lot of people. Yes. Uh, we were, it's, uh, it's the pre-barbecue dinner on Barbecue Hill. Look at this guy. Chip. Chip. Chip the man, the, the MC. Chip. So, uh, and, and we, uh, okay, we got a little bit of time. What the heck? Hey, what's <laughs> Um, I almost said a bad word. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we have this dinner on Barbecue Hill for the competitors and for their families and friends that come in. So it's like barbecue, music, whiskey, yeah, and apparently you can get your head shaped. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a good time. It's yes. A, <laughs> how's it going? Another South Dakota guy. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Where's your wife? We'd rather look at her. <laughs> Oh my God, but um, yeah, it's 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 fun, especially this week. I mean, we're gonna see a, a ton of people. Today's the last day of the the barbecue. Yeah. You know, we had Indian motorcycle. We had the Squire tent, which um, is just got done. You know, all the Squires are kind of down here now. Um, and then we have barbecue. Uh, this month, last year, we saw about forty thousand people. Wow. Yeah. Um, we're hoping to break that number. Not nice. for us. I mean, like, this event is free. Uh, if you come down, you can right. walk yeah, in. Yeah, you're just paying to park in people's yards and, yeah. and walking around. It's, it's, it's a really so, great event. It's a, it's a free event, and uh, what people don't realize is that it's not that far away. I mean, like, we had a couple. We did what's called the Champions Dinner mm-hmm. at Miss Mary Bobo's right there. Yep. Um, and they drove in from Memphis, which is about three and a half, four hours, had dinner, Turned around, drove all the way back to Memphis the same night. But they're in love with the brand. They're yeah. in love with the story. The people become friends and family. So it's it's a great community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's what's next for for Jack that we need to be looking for? What what do you think is coming next? It's so did you get any secrets out of Chris or Lexi? I, I'm not saying no. <laughs> what I got or didn't get. You know. All right. So. Right now, and, and the thing is, everything we do, and speaking from the visitor center, because that's where I'm at, you know, mm-hmm. hospitality, um, we are constantly making changes. Mm-hmm. And it's not because we've done something wrong. It's that we want to make it better. And when we have those re- repeat customers, right, 
Um, we don't want it to get stale. We don't want it to get old. And so we want to give opportunities for them to have different experiences. And so we are, um, we just finished up, myself and a young lady, uh, last year we started what's called the Bonded Tour, where you actually go into a seven-story barrel house. And you talk about the Bottle and Bond Act of 1897. So we go through this whole thing. You go into the yeast room where we're growing our yeast. You cool. drink whiskey inside the revenuer's office. And uh, it, it was a great experience. We just finished um, our almost first full year of it. And so we're excited. But we're doing these kind of like tour innovations. Like what can we give the customer? Yeah. And so everything we do here, especially at the VC, it's always customer facing. We want to make sure that they're happy. They, we want them to come back. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys uh, seem to be doing a great job. Uh, thank you. With that. Um, I think you are a great uh, ambassador <laughs> for the brand, uh, just just a just a Thank fun you. hang, and obviously passionate about what you do uh, for the people and the team that you get to be a part of. Yeah, uh, it really comes across. Uh, this event is great. Uh, it is uh, it is hospitality on on steroids. Uh, you know, I, I talked to several of the judges, and the way uh, they're taken care of as, as part of this event is is first rate and you guys do a do a great job so uh thank you for that and thanks uh thanks for having us and thank you oh no thank you for having me on for joining us on the may the smoke be with you thank podcast. you Jeff. thank yeah. you may the smoke be with you thank you thanks for listening to the may the smoke be with you podcast with joe levitt